Pickaxe. Arc 2, episode 58 of the Dungeons and Randomness podcast is brought to you today by you lovely folks on patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r. That's the place to get hours of extra content just for you guys after you're done listening to the show. We're there to keep you company on Patreon. Shows like Living in Theory that tackles a random person, place, or thing every single month. This month, it's slavery. Hours of behind-the-scenes dialogue with the cast. A character chat with a random member of the cast each and every month and two extra campaigns that we've got going only for patrons. Check out patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r for more details. Previously for Group C, as Tessie and Gradic left Brightport to head to Onacall in the south, they gave the group a bit of a task. Find Diana Astaroth in the town of Aldmore. As they began to head north, they ran into a bit of a toll scam with some bandits. Instead of fighting the group, they decided to just pay up, cross the bridge, and be on their way. But as they approached the town of Aldmore, they noticed that someone had been following them. And that's where we pick things up today. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Jasper. Oh, uh, me? Uh, I play Merrick Ethelred, human cleric. And Zach? What's up? My name is Zach, and I play Avalyn Bates, a human fighter. And Ryan? Hey, I'm Ryan, and I play Varys Alder, the half-elf monk. And Bree? Hi, everyone. I play Clara Uroth Dale, the half-drow fighter. And Lisa. Hey, I'm Lisa, and I play Elorath Beastinger, the halfling barbarian. You guys are at camp. Uh, you were making camp last time we sat down. It is the first of Alta Orn. It is, it is nighttime. And uh, you just spied someone way down the road, way back, um, uh, kind of peering at you through a spyglass. You could see the, the glint, the reflection uh, off the setting sun, that type of thing. Um I guess I want to ask you guys what's uh, what's the the course of action? Are you ignoring it? Are you continuing with camp? Are you chasing after them? What would you like to do? How Only far away were they? This, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So uh, it was myself and Avalan. Is that right? It's been I believe, I believe so. so. Yeah. So I don't think Merrick would have said anything, and I think at some point he would have just um, like like with his elbow. Uh, at Avalon, Avalon, I just said, um, you saw that too, right? Yes. Yes, I did. Think it's something we should be worried about? That I do, Merrick. I'm not sure what anyone would want at this time of night. I can't imagine it's anything good. I mean, the only good things that happen at night are after midnight, you know, but, uh, that was a joke, Avalon. He stares at you blankly. So, here's we got a couple choices. Number one, do we tell everybody? I think we probably should. Number two, 
Do we backtrack and see if we can find out who this is? Or do we keep watching them watching us? Um, quick question for Jason. Are they just standing there like like stationary, staring at us? Yeah, they were they were kind of off to the side of the road. Uh, you could tell that they're probably keeping their distance. And this could be for a few different reasons. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be malicious. Uh, they might be scoping you guys out because you're a larger group than them. They want to make sure that you're not bandits or, uh, I don't know, homicidal maniacs, something like that. Uh, or they could be spying on you. That is uh, that is another possibility. Um, they could even be uh, just pursuing you just to see where you go. They might just be curious. Okay, with that information, uh, Avalon's going to say, Well, for now, I think we have the numbers advantage we could nip this in the bud right now and see what they want, or we could potentially alert some of our friends and make the situation worse. Hmm. Tell you what, let's let's make camp. Let's be on the lookout. Maybe one of us could sort of backtrack a little bit just to see if somebody's following us. But other than that, let's just keep our eyes open. So do you want to keep this to ourselves? No. No. Good. I'm not very good at that. So uh, if if we haven't already, I think we, you know, get camp all set up and have the fire or whatever. And as we're doing that, just without making everybody stop and look back and like point and that kind of thing, just kind of like, don't look over my shoulder, but there's somebody looking at us. But that kind of thing, but sort of just explain the situation and and see if anybody has any other ideas. But for now, just just sit and pretend we haven't seen anything. But we got to be on our on the ball, basically. Anybody have any other ideas? Um, how far away is was the writer? I would say probably a good half mile back, somewhere in there, like. The, the the way this road is positioned, you uh you can kind of see him up on a hill. So they're a good distance away. And on horseback. Yep. Okay. I don't think Elrath would want to do anything. If he was closer, she'd probably go after him. But if we are agreeing not to, then she'll stay put and be unhappy about it. <laughs> it just makes I feel me like nervous. Mm-hmm. Clara would probably just be like, we're probably just two ships passing in the night. Like, this, there's a road here. It makes sense that there'd be other travelers. Let's just not poke the bee's nest. I just don't like that he's got that glass thing, and he's like, oh, look at them! And she's gonna, like, be mimicking, like, holding one up to her eye, like, zooming it in and out, like, ooh! Well, if you had one, uh, would you be looking at him right now? I would. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then she'll like point uh, at him like exactly she's gonna give me a look like well fuck you yes I would <laughs> you, no uh, by the way Avalon is clearly looking in his direction like looking <laughs> obviously right. at him pointing <laughs> that guy yeah, I think there Ferris, well Ferris would be doing like the bad yawn like stand up stretch look for a second then turn back around oh smooth <laughs> like yeah 
If there's a road, Avalanche is like standing in the middle of the road looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Just openly gawking? Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love Avalanche so much. <laughs> Alright, well, probably nothing, but let's make camp and tonight it's we gotta make sure we're like super on watch. Merrick will take the first watch if, if nobody else wants to. So how about we fast forward time a little bit here uh, and just kind of pick things up in the morning. So you guys take turns here. You're, you're doing your watch stuff. It is now the second of Alta Orn, and it's a beautiful, beautiful day. Sun's creeping up through the trees and uh, man, just a cool breeze. Birds chirping. Uh, you guys are very close to Aldmore. Now, Aldmore is an interesting little town <clears throat> because it's nestled right up against Bandit's Rest. So there are, uh, they're, they're, they're pretty vigilant about, uh, people trying to sneak in and steal weapons, food, uh, sometimes people, like all kinds of stuff. But they have these watchtowers set up. Um, mostly against the forest itself, but they do check people um, semi-thoroughly uh, who are rolling through. Merrick's definitely been there before. Has anyone else been to Aldmore before? Nope. Yeah, I'm going to say no for Elrath. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm checking. I don't think so. It's uh, it's quaint. It's homey. Very very old school uh, log cabin type of town. You'll 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 get to know it. How much would Merrick tell the group about Aldmore? I guess just the just the quick and dirty version of things. Just whatever whatever you kind of need to know to get around a little bit. Like whether it's the you know stick stick close or if it's yeah it's it's totally cool. Like it's nice. You know, take it in. Um, what would be interesting to me is if Merrick could roll uh, for, I don't know, maybe history or I don't know what it is. But basically, if he has any ideas of like, oh, there's this great like little diner or something like that for us to right, go to. Right, right, Something like that. Probably a tavern. But I was thinking more a little something like, oh, there's this woman. She has this little place. It's you would not even know it existed. But, you know, last time I was here, I checked this thing out. Just to treat everyone. Right, 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 right. Um, give me a wisdom check. That's not right. It's a nine. Well, okay. <clears throat> you did spend some time at a particular place called the Lantern. Oh. Um, there is a notable feature about Aldmore that doesn't make it into the the advertising brochures. Um. It's become quite a haven for Warforged people. Uh, displaced remnants of the old war, these um, uh, somewhat cranky individuals all pretty much live in Oldmore, and um, they have a bit of a community. It's 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 not militant, but they they can be a little um, grating, I guess I would say. That is relayed to the people. Wow, is something grinding their gears? Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Get it. Do you know what helps with gears when they're grinding together? Lube. Lube. Yep. Lube. Yep. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Industrial grade lube. Yep. Yep. So anyway, let's go pick up a pick up a Warforged friend to join the party. I think I'm still mm. on that. Would there have been any like Warforged and like over Overdale, Overwatch? Oh goodness, no. Well, there definitely was no. for a while. Well, yeah, I know, but like after everything went down. Ah, uh, that's uh, okay. So obviously, most of them are dead, right? Um, uh, there was a massive cleanup effort to get rid of all the bodies uh, that took well over a year and a half, but. Um, somewhere in the area of two to three percent of them survived, and okay, yeah, uh, there would probably be one or two, but they were definitely in the uh, uh, probably in the process of packing up and leaving. Uh, and as word spread about Oldmore, it was just kind of a place where uh, they started to meet up. No real rhyme or reason. Okay, I was just trying to think if Elrath has seen one before, so she's maybe seen bits and pieces of one. Yeah, probably, yeah. Just from I, working with, uh, like, Liara and them. Yeah, definitely. You've you've seen bodies, absolutely. Yeah, okay. What's what's his name? The, the, the stomach bugs? Oh, uh, oh Drac. 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 Is he here? He's in Aldmore? Yeah? Yeah, yeah let's go pick him up. He can join the party. I'm oh gonna God. I'm gonna stop by. I'm gonna stop by and see Drac if we're, if we're here long enough. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, so okay. Drac, uh, Drac runs the Lantern, which is uh, a little inn, very homey place. Sorry, I forgot he ran the damn thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, and it's it's a very a very small place, uh, very very quaint. Uh, it has a little a little restaurant type area attached to the lobby itself, so. Uh, people can kind of come down and get their, their little breakfast, and uh, the they usually make something late into the night, so like they they kind of cater to people traveling through because that's mostly the, the 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 visitors they get to Aldmore. People kind of rolling through to get to Umanero or Brightport. So, are you guys continuing down the road? Yes. On the way over, uh, Varys would like to keep out for some place to drop off a letter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say a few more hours go by, and you are going to get to the gates of Aldmore again. Uh, big wooden structures. They have these. Uh, they have these really tall lookout towers, uh, and you're going to hear uh, like hollering before you even get to the gates. They're, they're very aware of when people are arriving or leaving town. Now, the gates are open. Um, it's it's you, you can just stroll in, but they do keep note of like, all right, we got some travelers, that type of thing. You're going to you're probably going to hear some talking back and forth. Um, and you're going to see a couple of guards at at the gates. Just just keeping an eye on you, not not uh, not stopping you or, or barring your passage. Let's see. We're on the sorry. We're on the cart, right? Um, yeah. Okay. So as we approach the 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 gates of this place, Merrick's gonna kind of put up his arm into a fist, kind of like a like oh, you know, kind of a hey, we're here. Um, 
and then slow everything down and hop down to to greet whoever is you know the 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 gatekeeper yeah and again they're not stopping you they're just uh uh, if you do stop and start interacting with them, they'll probably strike up a conversation. It's like, uh, maybe even like offer a handout or something. Like, Welcome to Ogmore. Yeah, it, I think it's just Merrick jumping down instead of going straight in. Like, hey, how are things going these days? Like, how's the how's the city going? How's the town? And just say, you know, reach out his hand, just being friendly, but kind of getting a little bit of street knowledge. Ah, uh, okay. Just uh, it, it kind of almost like checking in with the concierge. Like it's like, what's there to do? Like that yeah, type of thing. Kind of, yeah. Like, is it a? Are we coming into like a weirdo place? Is it, or is are things cool? Should we just be able to be cool? I don't know. Basically, the bandits and everything is just put at least Merrick, and I'm probably sure everybody else a little on edge. It's just like, hey, everything everything cool? Sounds like a we're we're coming in to stop in for a day or two. All all good. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. One, if it's a safety concern, um, this guy would kind of bend over backwards to get rid of that fear. It's like, oh, you don't have to worry about anything like that, sir. And he's going to, like, point to the lookout towers, and there are armed guards everywhere. Um, it looks like these people are are ready to defend this place at a moment's okay. notice, and probably have. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, he'll he'll make the comments around like, yeah, we you know had a little bit of trouble with some bandits on the way up this way, so you know, just making sure everything's cool these days. So really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for letting us through. And then you know, with that, I guess it would be get back on the cart and just keep going. Yeah, he's uh, like he would probably piggyback on this. Like, ah, oh, disgusting lot. Uh, don't have to worry about anything like that here. Um, and he would probably point out a couple of, because you're a visitor, um, and they're all about that tourist dollar, um, probably, like, point you over to the lantern, and, like, there's, you know, there's street performers over there, there are places to kind of put your feet up, have a drink, and, and all that. So he'd kind of point you to Main Street, and if you were to roll through, um, you would definitely spot a few warforged out and about um to the point where like i i would say maybe in a big city like brightport you might spot one um but it's 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 a it's a big rarity uh and i'd say within 10 15 seconds of strolling through this place you see two or three um including uh there's there's one kind of hunched over um appears to be female and just ringing a bell, asking for donations um, near this uh, near this fountain, uh, and then behind that, to the left, you'd see the lantern and people enjoying a couple of drinks out front. Um, and most uh, most of the rest of the town's pretty much just going about its business. It's it's pretty early in the day, so uh, it's it's very calm. Clara will go give um, give the lady some some gold, some silver coins or something, whatever. The coinage may be in theory. Wait, how do you not know? Uh, I don't pay attention when you talk. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know there were going to be bards at Dragon Con? Like, that's the theme <laughs> this year. It's <laughs> great. The real thing is, like, we always say gold, but I know that there are smaller pieces of currency. Yeah, I just do it because it's easier. Yeah. Um, instead of sitting here doing math for, you know, yeah. So just, let's say you toss in a gold or something. Yeah. 
uh, and she would she would stop ringing the bell. Now, uh, have you ever been somewhere like Dragon Con or no? Uh, uh, shut up. Where <laughs> there's um, where there's a big gathering of people, and you'll see someone collecting for a charity or something like that, and you just want to be a good person, and you say, "Here, I want to. Here's here's you know." Uh, 10 bucks, something like that. And the next thing you know, they're trying to collect your email and phone number. Oh, no. And they want to sign you up and yes. they want to. Oh, Clara's going to reach back in and take the gold back out <laughs> and fucking walk away. <laughs> I had the I worst her. experience ever at Dragon Con because of that once. <laughs> Jason remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so um, this lady is going to uh, going to be ringing this bell, and she's got this raspy, kind of shrill voice. And um, donate for a better tomorrow for Warforged, like just very, very loud. Very, her voice carries. Have you heard of a dragonborn named Kava? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you two could have a conversation that would just kill everyone in the general vicinity. Uh. Imagine B. Arthur just screaming at you, and that's kind of oh, what you got that. going. Yes, I would do <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, sir. <laughs> she keeps screaming the lyrics to her holiday special song at me. The same way she does in the holiday special. Oh. Um, so she is going to grab Clara's hand oh. after you after you put in um your donation. Um, and it, and it kind of makes, you're going to hear a sound, um, that's so telling. There's one of two sounds you're going to hear if you put a coin into the slot in the top of this box. You're either going to hear that coin fall in and hit a bunch of other coins and make this delightful little ching sound, or you're going to hear it hit wood. And that's what Clara is going to hear. Just dropping in one coin, thump. And it, you could tell that that's the lone donation. Uh, that this person has got at least today. And she's going to reach out and grab Clara's hand. Do you have a minute to talk about Warforged rights? Clara is going to say, sorry, I don't speak common in drow. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the avalanche from the card is like, what do you mean? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you can take this bullet for me. Have for at me. it. <laughs> I like that. Like Avalian might have responded in drow to her. And she'd be like, "What the fuck? I thought you did." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that for real. That's what she's doing. Hundred um, percent. I think. I man, I think she would probably hold on for just a few more seconds, um, and then after a bit, just realize. This is probably a dead end. And and let go of your hand and go back to ringing this bell and probably calling out to people who are very clearly avoiding eye contact with this woman um, to get to their their little affairs. Like, just get across the street. They're like, oh my god, this lady. Like, just that that type of thing. Clara's gonna turn around and, like, facing Elrath and away from this lady, just, like, make the biggest, like, oh, that was a mistake face. <laughs> <laughs> She's just gonna look at you and be like, "Boof." <laughs> She's gonna That's write your email buddy. address in this scroll and just keep it. 
so you can send me your poorly spell-checked newsletters every other week. <laughs> God. Oh, my goodness. So, where to first, guys? Now, Clara can't speak common as long as she's in this town. <laughs> At least not around her. Not around her. Because that's exactly the kind of person who will call you out for that publicly later, too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Varys is holding, like, his freshly folded, folded like, uh, letter that he wants to send. But as soon as he starts to see the street performers, he's going to, like, tap on anybody that's nearby. Look! Look! Just, like, watching them do stuff. And then he'll probably, for whoever's there, be like, Oh, I used to juggle. I used to do what that guy did. And, like, finding a juggler in the crowd that's, like, kind of probably entertaining, like, little kids. Like, pointing at him. Uh, Merrick, <laughs> Merrick is going to put his hand on Varys's back. You know, like, be like, oh, cool, cool. And he's going to open a little pouch up. And he's going to give a gold piece to Varys. And he's going to sort of pat him on the back. Like, you, you go give him a... Why don't you go give him a, a little coin? That is so pandering. <laughs> Just running out to them, coin coin in both your hands somehow uh, here mister <laughs> he's just gonna so he'll hold it and then like look back and be like but now he's getting paid by them Merrick will take the coin and put it back in his pouch and then pat him on the back and then go back about his business <laughs> No, nothing mean. Nothing mean. No, nothing. Yep, just no. Like, ah, no, that's cool. Clara's um, gonna nod to Varys. Good call. Yeah, you could tell. Um, there's like a, it's 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 almost like a midway. It's set up. There's, uh, there are definitely performers set up close enough to the front gates that they're trying to pull people in, and you'll see lots of. Uh, uh, you'll see lots of children crowded around. There's like a puppet show thing going on. Um, there are there are jugglers and there are all kinds of like uh, people doing like magic and, and stuff like that. More illusions, not magic, because magic isn't magic in theory. You know what I mean? So um, they are all working for tips. You could tell. So like anytime someone donates a coin or something to like the puppet show, they incorporate that into the puppet show. So like this little green dragging looking puppet will grab the coin and just yay! Like there and all the kids celebrate like they're it's it's part of it. It's it's kind of like the old school version of celebrating a Twitch subscriber. Like they're just very very into it. So are you guys? Let me ask you a question. Are you guys? Getting a place to stay, or are you pretty much just refueling a bit and heading back out on the road? Uh, is this this is earlier in the day, right? Yeah, like you said. Um, Maris is looking for somebody, but like you, I I didn't know if you guys were kind of setting up shop here. Well, we've got a mission. Uh, let's see how long that takes. Okay. And by the time we're done, it's probably going to be time to get something to eat and we might as well stay the night and then see what our plan is at that point that's right. my thought um and Mer merrick would articulate that to everybody like hey you know i don't know i've got a i got a place i kind of know a guy um we need to and he's gonna pull that letter out i think he's holding it i can't remember if that's somebody else is taking it um 
Anyway, he would have the letter and just say like, "Gotta, gotta take care of this for Tessia." So let's uh, see if we can find this person. So you would have been given. Well, obviously, you have a name and a description. Um, and I guess there's two ways to go about this. Really, you could either start asking around, or you can start kind of casually looking around yourself and keep it close to your chest. One might take a little longer, but uh, I guess it'd be more secretive if that's what you're going for. Just to clarify, we are looking for Diana, right? We know yes. that. So we know we're looking for a tiefling. Yes. Which I would imagine a tiefling would stand out. Eh, I mean, I'd say the Warforged stand out more than anything. Like, Right. Um, but like, okay, example, both you and I stand out in a crowd. Me because of my hair and you because of your height. But we both stand out. Right. So, like... But, like, not because I'm white. That's not, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like, oh, no, a white guy! Like, it's like, yeah, that, I mean, we're everywhere. But, like... But you're, like, nine feet tall, so... I'm 6'2". I'm uh, so, this... I, I think the description would get you more than anything, where when you start breaking someone down, it's like, uh, Diana would probably be described as um, almost kind of sharp, a little proper, um, probably... Uh, probably dress as well, that type of thing. Put together, I guess, is how I would put it. Okay. Well, why don't we wander around? Uh, Merrick has an, uh, at least a place to go, at least as a destination, if we want to, you know, grab a pint and some lunch by the time we get there. But in the meantime, we can sort of make our way that way, you know, however we want to and just sort of ask people around or look for somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Gives us a destination, is my point. Yeah. Do me a favor. Uh, give me a flat D10 roll, if you would. Four. Okay. So, uh, I would say that you probably, you probably coast around for like an hour seeing the sights and, uh, you're, you're, you're playing it cash, right? You just, you just kind of looking around. If, it's, if, if at a certain point you know that they're researching something, so they're either uh, they're either in the library or they're uh, mingling amongst people trying to find something out socially, right? Who are you asking? I just generally, I guess. Would you would you like to go to a place? Is basically what I'm asking. Um, Avalan would definitely want to go to a place. He <laughs> is not. <laughs> I'd like to exist in an area. I'd like to breathe, please. But he, he's just, he looks a little down in this, in this festive environment. It's just, he's, he's, he's kind of distracted. He wants to be somewhere else. Aw. Let's get you someplace quiet. Thank you, friend. I just, all this music and activity, it doesn't feel the same. Aw. Clara's wow. gonna like, gather Elrath and Varys, and as we're walking, she'll make it so that there's someone he knows on every side of him. Aww. The, the crowd mm. can't knock into him or anything. Sweet. Love it. A yeah. phalanx. Good. <laughs> Do we get advantage on attack rolls? Yes. Against yeah, okay. um, roll, roll, roll initiative against the town. So, okay, that sounds like you want to go get a drink, <laughs> something like that. I think yeah. so. I mean, it, we're kind of we're taking it easy, right? We could go to a any tavern that we see if we happen to get the lantern, that's fine, but it really doesn't matter. Okay. 
It does matter that we're going to the lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I feel okay. like if Merrick mentions it, we'll probably go there. Yeah, I mean, he's been saying, like, I know a place, it's not like it's the best place ever, but if we want to sort of make our way there, we might be able to see this person on the way, and if not, maybe they're there, and if not, we'll just grab something to eat. So, there's there's a few things that are interesting about this place. Let's say, let's say it is the Lantern, because... Um, half of it is like a bed and breakfast type joint. It's a, it's a very homey looking inn. Um, a lot of inns kind of have a commercial feel. It's very, not cold, but, uh, it's like checking into a day's inn. You know why you're there. You're not anyone's guest. You're paying for a room. You're stopping for the night and then you're getting back on the road, right? This is more like, uh, it's a place run by an old aunt. Or something like it's very warm and cozy. There's a there's a nice hearth inside. There's a there's a lovely fire going. They have two of the best loot players that you've ever heard. Very very. It, it's not it's not too loud. It's just it's just setting a mood. It's it's very atmospheric. So all of the Warforged that you've seen in town thus far, uh, you notice that they're wearing clothes and. A lot of Warforged choose to do this uh, because it helps them to not stick out so much. Um, and sadly, a lot of them are rusted through. Um, their their bodies aren't exactly what they used to be. Uh, so they, they cover up to, to try and blend in with the crowd. You're going to notice this stocky, old school looking Warforged. We're talking a Gen 1 Warforged, not one of the sleek... Uh, more svelte Overwatch ones. This one was like, it looks like if a metal barrel came to life and had a head. <laughs> and he is ass naked. I love him. So you're going to notice, you're going to hear him before you see him, I think. It's almost like a furnace got up and started stomping around a bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically Drac. So Drac is walking around, um, and you notice, uh, like, he had this apron, and he just kind of threw it over the bar, because he's not using it right now. Um, and he's walking over to this table with three uh, steins, and he's going to kind of slam them down to the table, almost looking like he's purposefully spilling liquid. Here! And you're going to notice something else. The three people sitting at the table barely look up at him. So either that means they're locals and are just used to this type of treatment, or they're scared to look up at this guy because he's so gruff and impatient. <laughs> uh, and in the middle of stomping back to the bar, he's going to he's going to stop and look at the party and then completely disregard you and stomp back to the bar. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Merrick's going to turn back to the party and say, uh, oh yeah, we can sit anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's going to stop you. I say we get like a, we just get a table. Pull a couple of tables together if we have to. Oh, he would hate that, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he doesn't like people rearranging things. <laughs> <laughs> um... You guys are going to take a seat, and eventually, we're talking probably ten minutes will go by, and Drac will come stomping across the uh, 
the, the, the barroom floor. And you'll even hear a floorboard or two kind of creak or wince underneath of his weight. And he'll stand there for the longest time. And he's got these yellow jeweled eyes. And he's obviously unblinking. And he's just... There's a creepy thing about Warforge sometimes. They don't breathe. And they're not showing signs of life. And they don't blink. So there have been instances of people assuming that they have somehow shut down. When in reality, they're just staring at you. So this Warforge is going to walk up, say nothing... And then if the silence is too long, what? <laughs> Avalan jumps back. He is very creeped out. <laughs> he is a guy that looks at signs and cues from people to know what to say, so he is at a loss. Oh, God, yeah, that's, that's, this is bad for Avalan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merrick, Merrick would say, Drac. <laughs> and he, and he would, and he would, uh, push his chair back like he's going to stand up and like, hey, buddy. <laughs> he's going to tilt his head ever so slightly. Do I know you? Oh, Drag, it's been a couple of years. I remember the old uh, the old uh, wilding with the stomach and the getting the stuff out of there stuff. Remember that? No. That was me. Oh, we had fun. Listen, um, pints all around, please. He's going to grumble to himself and stomp back to, to go get you some drinks. And then after a few moments, come back again, kind of abruptly slamming them on the table. And instead of asking you, hey, is there anything else or... Um, do you, you know what? Just he almost seems like he is. He's not trying to sell you anything. He's just he would rather you leave, if anything. Um, and you are eating up valuable time in his day. Uh, so he's going to stomp back to the bar and uh, begin cleaning these glasses. I okay. You ever see someone use an implement that's dirtier than the thing that they're cleaning? <laughs> that's how I would describe this once pristine white rag that uh, he is just greasily fumbling over these glasses. Um, and every once in a while, he'll just drop one and continue. And then Wait, like the onto the floor? It's yes. like smash... Yeah, like, like, it, it, you don't get the sense that he tried to, but he's not losing any sleep over it. And instead of cleaning it up, it's behind the bar. So he'll just traipse through the glass and you'll listen to it crunch and grind into the wood. He's got butterfingers. <laughs> also Seems greasy to be losing glasses. some motor skills. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! motor. Jason, did you get it? Because I didn't hear you laugh. I, uh, I'm laughing on the inside. Okay, good. Yeah. So how are the state of our glasses that we got? Curiosity's sake. <sighs> you know what? 
Give me a flat D10 roll. The higher the roll, the cleaner the glasses. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Got like a roach in one. And... So that's a one. So you ask for ale and you're gonna, okay. What you thought was head on your beverage, just a foamy uh, head. It's actually a film like pudding skin that's on top of your beverage. And it's just kind of floating there like a tiny island bobbing up and down. Uh, <laughs> Evelyn pushes his glass away in disgust, which is rare for him. <laughs> Clara's gonna follow suit, just like, not as far away, just like, yeah, I'm good too. Is it pretty obvious? Oh, uh, with like, one? Yeah. <laughs> what it looks like, um, so, uh, that's the inside of the glass. The outside of the glass looks like someone had Taco Bell. And just kept touching their glass over and over again, and it was never washed. Okay. Okay. So it's got, like, Gordita fingerprints oh, all over God. it. Oh, Gordita. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, I feel like Elrath would have it halfway up to her face before she realized everything. And oh. I'm debating will on put what... her hand in front of it. Like, okay. no, don't oh. drink that. Okay. Put it, put it down. <laughs> so it's gonna be like she's not very perceptive. So she's like, Mary. Uh, Mary. I thought you said this place was good. Yeah. You know what? He was like gonna look down at his glass. Yeah. Merrick's not gonna actually acknowledge anything about the glasses. He's just gonna say, you know what? Everybody, put your put your drink down. I'm gonna I'm gonna treat us to something a little nicer, right? And he's just deflecting. Ooh. Um. So he's gonna. You know, push his chair back and go up to the bar where where Drac is. Okay, uh, good. And say, uh, "Hey, Drac," um, and just wait for him to get his attention if that happens. The exact same thing where this lumbering warforged is going to turn around and again the same dead-eyed stare, waiting for you to speak. Um, thanks for the ales. Listen, do you have anything in a in a bottle? Like, looking for something that's just, you know, something a little nice, a little fancy behind the bar that I could just buy the whole bottle for, for me and my friends. He's going to turn around and reach up to a shelf and pull down some, uh, some, some brown, some brown liquor in, uh, in a medium-sized bottle. Nothing, nothing crazy. And he's going to not slam it, but he, there's a bit of a, clank as he puts it down on the bar. Ten gold. Merrick's gonna just check. Does it look sealed? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you what, I can uh, I've got eight. Uh, But maybe for some information uh, maybe maybe I can can do the whole ten. Do you know anybody named Diana Tiefling Astarothy Astarothy. He's going to be like, I don't know, shrug, that's all I got. Oh, boy, you know, this is... Do me a favor, give me a persuasion check. I wasn't being very persuasive. But I am buying. That's a Ah, ten. That's ten. That's, That's fine. Twelve gold. 
Mm. Okay, but do you know the information, Drac? <sighs> he is... Every ounce of the way he carries himself shows impatience. Why would I be charging you extra if I didn't know where they were? Merrick's going to take a really long pause. Staring in, he's he's going to he's going to kind of try to stare at Drac just to, for a little bit of like a I could play your game, but then it's going to creep him out and he's just going to have to stop. <laughs> and then he's going to shrug and be like, "You know what? Here." And he's just going to he's going to do two stacks. He's going to do two stacks of six gold. And he's going to pick up the bottle. Uh, the second the gold hits the counter. Library. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Drac. You are a sweetheart. And he's going to go back to the to the table. And when he gets by the table, it's it's he's going to take he's going to go over. And he's going to pick up the ale. Uh, the, these, these tankards or whatever they are. And he's mm-hmm. going to pick them up and just put them on the table next to them. Like, you know, like, ah, oh, let me get these out of the way. Right? He's still just kind of like, like that was discussed. So what? let me explain a little bit. This is him kind of feeling like a host, kind of feeling like he owns a restaurant. There's dirty stuff coming on the table. And he's kind of mortified at that. So he's just kind of taking care of the of the table a little bit. But... He's going to open up the, the bottle of whatever it is and say, this is some of the finest. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to just kind of trill off because he doesn't know what it is. The finest. Um, <laughs> and then and then he's going to take a big swig out of it and then he's going to put it back on the table in front of Varys. Okay, here's what I'd like to do. Eeny, meeny, miny, Lisa. Um... Yes. Could you do me a favor? What we're going to do is we're going to have two D10 rolls here. Okay. One for the strength of the liquor that's in this bottle. And the second one for the quality of the liquor. It's it's smoothness. It's it's mm. it's mm, okay. it's okay. Um <laughs> So let's for roll a for second, strength. second I misheard that as bukkake. No, oh. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean if you roll a one why is it so salty? This is a really pale ale. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alarath, give me a d10. Let's roll for potency. What's this? How strong is this? Uh, Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! This is actually just paint stripper. <laughs> that's that's varnish. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> We're all gonna get plastered. That's like 200 proof. That's a 10, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Straight moonshine. Thank you, Lisa. Oh, You're oh, welcome. Thank you. So, okay. So, Merrick this... chugged some of that, correct? Th- that's true. He took a sip. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing <laughs> liquor works like this. Basically, uh, when, it's, when it's that potent, it's usually uh, disgusting. Yeah. So it, it, you have to force yourself to drink it. You know what you're getting into. This bottle is completely unlabeled. So if it's smooth, you wouldn't know that. Avalan. Oh. Do me a favor. Give me a flat D10, sir. The higher the number, 
the more smooth and and buttery this beverage is. All right, let's go for it. Oh, <laughs> that is shit! Oh, oh, the worst combination. Oh, That's a one. Okay, it's so hard to drink. Like a cheap vodka from Safeway. <laughs> yeah, this tastes like. This tastes like you went into your high school, like, woodshop class, like, the closet in there, and just grabbed some sort of, um, some sort of industrial solvent or something like that and just downed it. Like, nail polish remover. This is disgusting. Might I make a suggestion? Given that Merrick just took a swig of it. <laughs> Without knowing, without sip, without like even smelling it first, should he have to roll to see if he can actually swallow this? Uh, I'm I mean, just saying, I'm just saying that I would spit it out if that happened to me. You know what? what? Give me, save? give me a con save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're a man's man. Oh, like oh, but what? this is it, it doesn't hurt him physically, but also. This is, I think, a reflection of him like taking a big swig of it after saying this is the finest, and then just kind of looking like, mm, 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 that is something else. Mm. <laughs> so to everyone else, yeah, so this is like, yeah. If if they don't, th- if Varys tastes this and doesn't pretend that he thinks it's good, then <laughs> he, he should be embarrassed, right? He's thinking, ah, I mean, I mean, I should. There must be something wrong with me if I don't You're like trying it. To you pass don't want to be off as, like really high. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Have to the little baby of the group. No offense. <laughs> just like he's so little. And he's, I'm, I'm, I'm helping him There's... grow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. He's putting some hair sure. on that chest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on that great half elf dangly chest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he'll he'll pick the bottle up, kind of like tilt the top toward Merrick, uh, almost like a cheers, and then he'll take a swig. I'm guessing con save? Yeah, please. Oh, that's good. That's 14. Okay. So he'll probably give like an immediate like, oh, okay. Yep, not bad. <laughs> and just like move over. Not like terribly bad, but almost like that I did not expect that strong. And then just pass it to whoever's next to him. Who's next to him, guys? Fuck uh, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck it. it. Con. Oh, wow. Is it a con save? It's a con save. Look at her. Okay. <laughs> fuck oh, it. Wow. Oh, wow. She just, like, drinks it. She's like, what? <laughs> so I'll take Rip. another. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, swigs it and says, uh. Hmm. And then does another one. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't kidding. <laughs> well, sure after you do the that, Avalon's kind of intrigued, and he's he's having a a bad day now because of uh Miss Warforge. So he'll all reach for the bottle. Oh, don't drink depressed. It's too late. Oh, <laughs> give me a con save. Ooh. Oh, that's an eleven. That's not great. Now, do I? Do I spit it out, or do I just get... I would say, with an 11, you it, it would be like that cartoon swallow of like... Mm, like, oh. j- like, yeah, you'd be choking it back. Oh, 
You, you all like this? <laughs> I wouldn't say like, but it's strong. Yeah, no, it was fine. At this point, Evelyn's had enough, and he, he like, kind of lifts himself up off the like from hunching over and just sitting back in his chair, and he's peering at the Warforge now. Oh. Just peering at him. Shit. Before we move on, is Clara going to partake in this? I feel like Clara probably watched all this happen and isn't going to drink. Like, even if it's passed to her, (laughs) she'd probably, like, give it a a little sniff. And then it's like when Elle offers either of us whiskey, where we're like, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, no, we have uh, kitten taste buds, so no. Yeah. Okay. I think Clara could stomach it, but it's the strength of it where it's like, we still have a job to do, and I'm pretty sure you're all going to be sloshed in a moment. <laughs> so, like, because you all rolled to see if you could swallow it, not how it would affect you. So. Just a swig. It was just a swig here and there. Some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a nip for now. Except for Elrath. Just a just... nip of a 10. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Hellerath's so, gonna be like rip roaring by the time we get to the library. Like, what <laughs> the fuck are all these books about? <laughs> well, I was just like all of them. Well, let's look. Let's... <laughs> so, so to that point, uh, Merrick is gonna sit back down after you know everybody's starting to take swigs, and he's gonna say, "Also, I know where." Uh, and he's gonna hold up that letter and goes, "I know where Diana is." Library. What? Yep, library. So, uh, let's, uh, finish up here and, and find her. There's no, like, law about drinking outside. Right? Like, I mean, it's, uh... area. That's not a thing. There's no public the morning. <laughs> Isn't there a, a mini festival going on outside? It's fine. I, I think it's more like brunch. Oh, Merrick's gonna get himself some beads. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. The way I interpreted that was like Mardi Gras, and he's going to take off his shirt. Yeah, that's what I meant. Hell oh, yeah! Okay, what I meant. Oh, okay. Oh, that gift you sent earlier is appropriate now. Yay! <laughs> Merrick so, just lifts up his shirt. There's just veins around his heart, just pulsating. Oh God! <laughs> You're not healthy, buddy. You're not healthy at all. Sorry. No. So I imagine Merrick's um, a very hairy man. Merrick? Yeah, I don't know why. Probably because no, of the mustache. I'm, yeah, no, he's he's definitely her suit. He's a furry boy. <laughs> um, as you guys are as you guys are sitting there, a gentleman is going to come up behind Varys and kind of rest his hands on Varys's shoulders. Um, not in a not in a creepy way, just like a like a overly familiar way. I don't think there's a not creepy way for a stranger to put their hands on your shoulders. I think it's... Okay, if it were one hand, I think that would be deemed a bit more like, well, hey, everybody, that type of thing. Because it's two hands, it's... it's, I guess it comes off as a little creepier than than it should. But um, this guy uh, appears to be half-elf. He's going to lean down, um, sticking his face in between Varys and Merrick, but addressing the, the table as a whole. 
Why, hello, everyone. I could help with your beverages if you'd like. And he's going to remove one of his um, hands from Varys' shoulders and kind of cup it around his mouth. The glasses tend to be ever so dirty here. I think Varys is going to punch him. Wow! Yes! Not not like a full punch, but more just like a pop of like, hey, hey, back up. Like in because his face? No, more like in his chest or like the like the upper half of his arm or something of just kind of like a pop. You know, you just put your hands on me and then put your hand in front of my mouth. No, no. Well, no, no, no. The hand was his mouth. Oh, okay. like he's telling he a secret. Like, I thought it was his mouth too. I was like, did he just cover Varys's mouth? So like, no, no, no. The question that would be anyway. super creepy. That would, yeah, no. He wasn't cupping your mouth. He was, oh, it was okay. like he was he was leaning in, telling you a secret, that type of thing. Get your that hand from your mouth. Yeah. Punch through his chest. <laughs> I also like how you tried to describe like a friendly little punch, just a little, just a yeah. little pop, like yeah, a friendly a little, little, little pop. punch. I just uh, kind of cave so, in his chest. Sorry. He's so I think what was it? Elarath was on his other side, so he's definitely gonna like lean towards Elarath and kind of like look at this gentleman that just appeared. Um, sure. Please don't touch me. Oh, he, the second you say that, he's going to um, hold up his hands, almost like he's surrendering. I'm extremely sorry. I tend to be overly friendly with travelers. It's only uh, uh, because I'm wishing you well. Uh-huh. Well, we could use better glasses, this warforged. And he kind of peers over oh, menacingly. That was some bitterness. Ooh. That was quick to it. Mm. That was like a hard R in there for <laughs> Warforged. Uh, um, <laughs> Warforged. <laughs> um, he's going to kind of ignore that, and and he's going to feel kind of bad that he made you uncomfortable. I'm very sorry. Uh, here, it's the least I can do. And he's going to um, he's going to wave his hands, and then. Um, very quickly drag his hands over his forearms in a, in a very, uh, fast motion. And he's wearing these big billowy clothes, uh, very fine garments, very, very high thread count, very soft. Um, and your glasses are going to be clean. There's going to be a quick glow and then just clean glasses. Hmm. Oh, and Okay. And uh, he's, again, he's going to stick his hands up again and back away from the table. I'm terribly sorry for making you uncomfortable. Welcome to Aldmar. If there's anything you need, I would be happy to be your guide. Um, Clara will kind of look over the glasses like, oh, good. And then um, look up to the gentleman. Um, Thank you, Mr. He is going to take this big dramatic bow. Wallerin. Wallerin Kevnar. My friends call me Wally. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Thank you very much, Wally. 
And um, Clara will take the glass and look at it closely just to make sure it is actually clean and then take like a little like sample taste to make sure that the grossness isn't still in the drink. Oh, it's like a completely different beverage. This went from a one to a ten. Like it's mm. it's 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 very refreshing even. He may have chilled them. <laughs> <laughs> like in the X-Men movie. Just like oh god, last stand? Yeah. Oh. Wait, was that last stand? When you blew about Man. It? Yeah. Probably that was all that the was a good shit. move. That was a really Nothing cool was move. a good move in Last Stand. Okay, but like he took the coke and he was just like, Hoo! and then it was all frozen. That was maybe. Cool. I don't remember if that was Last Stand. It might. I think not that have was been. the first one. If it wasn't Kelsey Grammer, I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Anyway, young Brianna really liked that move. It's one of the reasons that she likes uh, mutants as much as she does. Oh. So I was like, that's really cool. That and the kid who blinks and it changes the channel on the TV. Mm. I like the part where they reset all the continuity. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts, too. <laughs> uh, so his name was, you said his name was Wallern? Wallerin. Wall, okay. Yep. Waller. And what was that? <laughs> so I had Wallern and I was like, I'm pretty sure you just heard like Wallerin, like you're, like you're Wallering in a mud hole. I was like, "That's I not what he him said." With a big walrus mustache now, because <gasps> his name is Wallerin. Correct me if I'm wrong, but don't though, because I like it better my way. <laughs> so, this gentleman is to to really complete the ensemble. He's wearing a cape. This, okay. This cape is too long. Like, it's it, it would drag. Okay, you ever watch something like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, and you're like, why is your cape nine feet long? It's going to drag through the mud. That's gross. But he's pristine. Like, it, it looks like he he's his garments have never touched filth. Um, and he is going to once more just give a half bow to the group. Um, and I wouldn't say cape swish walk away, but he is definitely... There's a bit of flamboyance to it, like he's putting on a show, like, you know, the, you know, so you'll remember me, that type of thing. Like, he's very dramatic. Walking away with a little wiggle so he knows that we're staring at his ass. Ugh. He'd have to stick it out really far for it to, like, make a bump in the cake. Mm. I could Bless. roll for booty, but, you know. <laughs> Is he thick, though? Mm. You know what? Uh-oh. Let's have Flat. a thickness roll. Yeah, let's, okay. let's do this. Flat D10. Uh, the higher the number, uh, the more thick the booty. Yeah. So, here we go. Eight. Ooh. Oof. Pretty thick. Mwah. That's good stuff. for the pushing. And that touched me. <laughs> <laughs> Not his butt. <laughs> oh, no, I think that's a separate role. <laughs> he just rested his ass on, on Ferris's shoulder. For oh, my God. It's like when the teacher leans over to help another student, and you're just like, could you not? <laughs> Let me just put this here. So as that guy walks away, Varys is just gonna like, kind of like squint his eyes. I don't like him. <laughs> Clara's gonna pass him back his drink and be like, maybe this will change your mind. No, no, I don't like him. I don't like the drink, but I won't like him. <laughs> scream at you true but he just seems fake that's fair 
how long do you figure you guys stay here? Just till you finish your drinks? I think so. Finish drinks yeah, probably, and then yeah. head out. I vote for leave as soon as possible. <laughs> That's just personal. Are you, yeah. Okay, are you still mean mugging Drac? As, as long as he's in my vicinity, he's getting the heat. Okay. Do me a favor. Roll an intimidation check. Let me see how... Let me see what kind of exudes off of you. What? Let's see. Are you breathing fire? Oh, damn Well, it. that's an eight. He knows he's being mean mugged, basically. Well, there'll be others. I'll get more chances. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. You, there's others in town. So... <laughs> You guys, you know where uh, the person you're looking for is, so I'm guessing you're, not to put words in your mouth, I'm guessing you're heading to the library? Nah. Yeah. Okay. Leaving town? Just gonna pack up the cart? Yeah. Go? Yeah. Okay. Go. Sweet. So, the library is a, a, a little bit of a walk away from the lantern it's it's actually kind of secluded it's um far enough away from all these street performers and stuff like that that they can have the windows open and kind of get a nice cross breeze going through there without it being a cacophony of children screaming i may have incorporated some of my life when writing that bit about <laughs> Aldmore. um but anyway they uh they they have a, a pretty darn nice library in Aldmore. Um, it's just a single story, uh, very, uh, very quaint when you go in there, um, like these, uh, hand carved tables they got, uh, with designs and stuff on them, like, uh, running water or, um, uh, like there's uh, a tree or something carved in it and you could sit like, you know, really, really fancy looking. Uh, and if you walk in, um, you're going to see just, uh, a couple of people, in this place. Other than that, it looks pretty deserted. Uh, but there are just rows and rows of books, uh, stretching back to, uh, to, to the back of this building. Uh, and there's these lovely beams of light kind of streaming through. They kind of have this skylight thing going on. Um, incredibly serene to just sit in here and, and, you know, nestle up with a book. Let me ask what I'm I, I, so the way I picture it um Iris and uh Diana are here. Mm -hmm. What do you think what would exactly you'd be researching at the moment do you feel like? Is there something that uh kind of strikes your fancy? Is there something that you'd like to kind of while you're here it's like, well, when am I going to be back? Something you'd like to look into. I mean, I think Diana's probably just focused on researching what she's there for. Okay. So so there's probably a couple of books about the occult. Um, mm -hmm. Probably the uh, the darker side of um, the Pantheon, stuff like that, talking about uh, God's relationship to the demons, or just demons in general, that type of thing. Um, possession, all kinds of stuff like that. So yep. if... <laughs> If someone were to roll up, there's definitely, there's a pattern. <laughs> there's, so there's probably all kinds of terrible pictures of, like, mm -hmm. skeletal figures crawling out of someone's mouth. Um, and, like, oh, 
yeah, like stretching their face and head to like uh, almost claymation proportions. It looks like their skeletons are climbing out of their body. Weird, fucked up stuff like that. Um, what about Iris? I, uh, I imagine is Iris sitting with Diana or near? Uh, probably near. Just she needs. She likes to hang out with her just because she needs somebody to be like, okay, you need to start reading now. And also just so she can look over and say, oh, what are you looking at? Oh, that looks interesting. That looks way more interesting than mine. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> and she's also kind of looking into, you know, the, the darker side of their, their library, just looking for anything that kind of catches her interest that might kind of, you know... Mm-hmm especially like dark magic. And, and she's like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like the pictures. Very nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine it's probably pretty obvious that like they've been there for a while. Like, like, like Dan and I see Myris probably have like a, like, like their like table or desk where you can tell like there's a lot of like, like books and stuff and notes and everything that are kind of like, like clearly like there's this like an ongoing project sort of thing. But Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What, okay, if someone were walking in, does this look like you were burning the midnight oil, or does it look more like you guys are just at home and you probably clock in each day and it's like, okay, where were we? That type of thing. Yeah, probably more the, the latter. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I didn't know if you guys were just, like, living there. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're low on gold, it's like, well, it's nice here. <laughs> you won't find us. Yeah, no. So, um, the party's walking in, and they're, you, you're the only two in here, right, right at this moment. Um, what would they see, basically? Um, uh, describe yourselves, like, what are you wearing, what do you look like, that type of thing. Um, let's start with the person that they're actually looking for in Diana. So, Diana is, um, <laughs> she is a, a female tiefling, she's, um, as you said, kind of a sharp-looking, she is, um, curved horns and uh, I guess she's I I don't know what she would be wearing probably <laughs> like like I I'm just trying to think like I don't know if there's like a livery of like house dragon keep or something or I mean it it you could be wearing the insignia of the house and stuff yeah. like that I don't know if like I remember the the adventuring days yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. It's like what I think, like some kind of armor-ish. Like she, yeah. you definitely had an aesthetic, and it was Adam's family-ish. <laughs> Not quite that gothy, I don't think. It was... Not gothy. It's just it's very. You were the, the, okay. I would say everything about Diana back in the day screamed, "Don't talk to me." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not so much. Of, of that like like right now like she's like focused right. on, on her research I mentioned she like glances up and like catalogs like people into the library and then immediately like gets back to work like just kind of like uh-huh like not paying much attention but um she still has her her staff I think and probably since she's like out right now she is still and like probably would have kept at least some elements of that same armor that she had just to don't want to it was pretty decent stuff and a little waste of resources, but there is probably like, she probably has like a cloak or something with her. That's maybe like hanging on the back of the chair that has like, 
like at least like a like clasp or something that has house dragon keeps sigil right. on it. Right. Yeah. Also, another thing to kind of claim that spot, like you guys are, mm-hmm. you're yeah. fully rooted in. Yep. 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 <clears throat> oh, good. Oh, and uh, Iris. Uh, she is a human woman. Uh, she has. She's a medium height. She has light brown hair and brown eyes, and uh, she's wearing dark gray robes, uh, almost black, just really dark with dark blue lining and uh, hanging around her neck uh, very prominently and proudly is a symbol of Vecna. And she's just kind of chilling there. She looks like she should be researching, but she's kind of like slumped along the thing, just kind of like doodling. And whereas Diana's side is probably all neatly organized, hers just kind of has books (laughs) kind of sprawled and she has, she's, it's the pages are to like pictures and she's like, ah. and then a couple of the really like dusty looking ones are kind of to the side. Cause she thought those were too boring and she just, she's not super into it. So you can kind of tell she's just kind of hanging out right now, looking a little bored and she kind of sees the people and is just like, there's people what? And just kind of looks quick curiously at them. So the group's going to walk in and see these two. Um, and as searches go, this one's been pretty easy. <laughs> like, you found your person. Yeah, Merrick's gonna say, right, spread out. And he's gonna do, like, the hand sim- symbols for, like, uh, people that are in, uh, like, uh, in in the military, and they're like, go this way, go that way, stop. You know, I'm just kidding. None of this happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, there's, there, there, there's the person we're looking for. Done. So he's gonna walk up and he's going to pull out a letter and he's going to say, this must be for you. And he's going to just drop it in front of uh, Diana. She she probably, like, like, like when he approaches, like, close to the table, she'll, like, glance up and get more of, like, okay. <laughs> like, like, she's going to actually, like, like, look at him and, like, take... I don't know if she would know who to Merrick is. I don't like, he didn't ever really visit during the two years or anything. Right. I think they cross paths. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, um, yeah. So, so she would like probably like, like put down her, her, her pen or kind of, and then look at, at the look at Merrick and then look at the letter. And is there anything on like the envelope or anything? Um, it would have a wax seal, um, mm-hmm. uh, so you'd know it's from House Dragon Keep right away. Uh, and if you were to open it up, <clears throat> uh, it would detail everything that's been happening the last couple of weeks at the house, uh, mm-hmm. including um, Gradic and Tessia leaving to go south and handle things uh, in Onacall, and... Everything that's been happening, you know, with the the Black Hand and how that situation's getting worse, and um, essentially just telling Diana to be careful and if you could meet them in Onacall as soon as possible. Yeah, she probably like takes like a few minutes, like like quickly skims in and goes over it again more th- thoroughly. Like she's like. And then after, like, that's done, she's going to look up at Merrick again and just. And you are. 
Oh, uh, I'm Merrick. These are my uh, associates. Um, I've known Tessia for a while, and I I probably owe her my life 20 times over at this point. Um, we made sure she got out safe. Um, and she wanted this to be gotten to you. So, here we are. And, uh, and she'll again kind of give him and the rest of the party like a more like like thorough like like glancing over and I, I don't know if there's any way to tell but like she would be doing the equivalent of an arcana check just to double check is like when dealing with someone like the black hand it's like one better safe than sorry with stuff like this but then she would nod back back at him and thank you then for all of this I'm Diana though I assume you know that uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm Merrick and then Merrick would go around and, and sort of point at everyone and, and let them introduce themselves very quickly. Yeah. And then Diana would kind of glance over at Iris, like, you want to introduce yourself or should I like, <laughs> what? Uh, Iris was watching the, the interaction with great interest. And then when they kind of talking, she's like, looks a little downcast. She's like, Oh man, I thought you had gotten a love letter from somebody. Oh, we wanted to just meet your new boyfriend, but I guess not. Um, but hello, I'm Iris. Nice to meet you. I'm just here. Don't mind me. Uh, Merrick will, you know, do a, a quick little bow and, and reach out his hand and just kind of do everything. Um, uh, and, and he, he, I guess he'd say back to Diana. So just friend of yours? Uh, you you're working on something? Uh, we happen to run into each other here in Aldemore, and she's been assisting me with research, I suppose you could say. And I'm I'm very helpful, yes. Well, listen, we certainly don't want to get in your way i'm wait a minute quick before any of this happens i'm very curious about what avalan is doing in a library like <laughs> see i was i was getting up to it and <laughs> oh here we go <clears throat> i like so, thinking that all of a sudden it's like wait and avalan is wait where the, where'd avalan go <laughs> so you look back right and you're like introducing us and you're, you're having this conversation <laughs> avalan walks up to both of you and he says my name is avalan and he, this is like he's not using a quiet voice at all and he puts two hands on the desk and he and he says what are you reading is it fun <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's that, the that, most that, off-putting <laughs> i have a little kind of raise an eyebrow then glance down at the um book that she's currently reading which as you described is not <laughs> it's a bit horrific and then back up at Avalanche and then define fun well I had an old friend that used to read to me will you do the same <laughs> <laughs> I love being read to yes Diana please, please do read, read a passage I love it when you do that why do they say that like it's his kink <laughs> I love. <laughs> is there? Do you have anything that I could read off of or anything? Like I don't know what kind well, of stuff. Okay. Let's say 
that let's say Diana were to read a passage of what she were looking at right that right, right at that point, right? And I imagine there's a smattering of horrifically uh, sketched images and stuff like that. And there'd be, mm-hmm. uh, after a period of incubation, the demon hatched out of this individual's chest, tearing open the chest cavity. And yeah, like, like it would go on and on like that. And essentially the demon would step out of the person and run about town skinning children. Now imagine reading that, but Avalyn staring in your, to your eyes. Yeah, well, well, she, well she, she would be looking down at the text, not looking up at him. And there is probably a little, like, hint of a grin around her. Like, she, like, is aware that, no, this is not pleasant or anything. It is kind of, if you're just going to barge up to me and ask like that, and might as well have a little bit of fun with it. So, <laughs> And Iris is super amused just watching her read this and watching Alice just like, you guys are very interesting. Come, come sit with us. I want to hear more about your group. You guys are, are fun. I can sense it. Thank you. People rarely invite me to things. And he takes a seat. Oh man, you know what? Speaking of hands on shoulders, Merrick's gonna actually whenever Avalanche sits down. I'm assuming he's gonna sit down like right next to Diana. Um, <laughs> like, great, done. <laughs> Mary's gonna put his hands on Avalanche's shoulders. He's just gonna squeeze. He's 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 gonna be like, you know what? He deserves this. Whatever it is, he he deserves it. Um. Okay. Uh. Merrick is actually going to go to the other side. I don't know. I'm just trying to imagine the table here, but he's going to to find a way to be able to to sit down quickly and actually say, "Hold up. Were you reading something about?" demons inside of people. Oh yeah, that would be interesting for Merrick. Um Yes. yes. It was quite <laughs> grisly, wasn't it? I couldn't imagine such a fate. I love that they both answer yes at the same time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I have been researching. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Huh. Okay. And they that they could come out at at some point, that kind of thing. At some point, yes, and not without a great deal of unpleasantness to the host, but that's the idea, at least. Is there something you're concerned about in particular with that? Have you encountered any like this? Uh, I think Merrick would probably keep it close to his chest for the moment, but he would say, um... Haha, <laughs> no. good pun. Because of the chest. He would... um, uh, No, no, I just... Just reminding me of some things. But anyway, that's fascinating stuff. I'd love to talk to you about it again later. And he would be looking at both both, uh, Iris and and Diana. And and then kind of get... He looks like he has a concerned look on his face. But he can back off for a minute. I think he's just musing in his head. Yeah, like like Diana probably catches on that there's something more going on with that, but she's not going to pry, especially if he's offering to talk later. But yeah. she'll still sort of nod at that. I'd be happy to discuss things with you, especially if I mean all of this is in service of 
helping Tessia in some way, which seems to be a goal we have in common. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, maybe I'll, uh, yeah, let's talk later. Um, question. So, we know about the Black Hand and all of that. I cannot recall if Tessie ever told us anything to do with demons and the Black Hand. Is that new information for us? Or is that something that was talked about and I just forgot? I'm keeping better notes now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the demon stuff is... I don't know if Tessia would just unload that on you, but it's it's probably something that would be given to you in, like, the packet of information you received. It's like, yeah, it's kind of... It's been guessed that there's some sort of, you know, demonic connection based on, you know, eyewitness testimony and stuff. Also, she constantly seems to have a stream of information that she couldn't possibly know, even... even Having informants in the streets, there's only so much that you can get. But there's, yeah, that she's been linked to some things. So how how long are you all in the city for? Have you just come? Yes, we got here today. I don't like some of the people, but I like you two. You read to me. <laughs> well, I like you too. And, well, welcome to Oddmore. Um, Do you mean long... that? <laughs> she kind of just blinks. Yes! I like you very much. Good. I think I like you too. Both of you. So funny and fucked up weird. <laughs> this just... is one of the best conversations he's ever had. Yeah. He's in just hog smiled. heaven. <laughs> So Merrick would say, uh, try, not quite changing the subject, but sort of just delving a little bit deeper. So Tessia at least said that you were close, that you're helping. What are you, what are you up to? I mean, not to pry, but if there's anything that we can do to help, I'll be honest with you, we're a little aimless right now, and Tessia's been so good to me and to us and we just kind of want to help uh I mean what what he says like like, what have you been up to Jane just kind of like gestures to the books it's it's not anything exciting but then uh, that she'll kind of pause and then look back at the letter and when was the last time you saw her he said Uh, a couple days right um a few days yeah like four or five yeah uh, we left Brightport and came straight this way to, to give you the letter at the same time that she went south. So very recently, um, Merrick's going to kind of gesture to his face to uh, to sort of suggest the scar um, that she has. Mm-hmm. And she'll nod at that. And did she say where she was going? Well. Just like the letter, uh, she's headed very south. Um, I don't know what was in the letter exactly, so I don't know if the details are there, but presumably it's that she's kind of given the the lowdown, but Mm -hmm. Eric's going to reiterate that we were on a call. We sent him 
they sent a message through us to Tessia. Now Tessia's sending notes. Basically, we're just carrier pigeons at this point. But Tessia went to own a call. They're, uh, they're wanting to secede. They don't want to have anything to do with the houses anymore. So I think she's kind of got it on all fronts right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diane's just kind of like like testing to see how much he was told and whatnot, just cause based on what she was given the letter, which had the unbroken seal and everything. So, yeah. yeah. But she'll kind of nod at that and glance again at her research. And then, well, as you can see, I've been trying to collect some kind of information about, well, <laughs> anything relating to what we might be able to expect from adversaries and, well, from that, how we might defend against it and whatnot. And the actual research part isn't that exciting, I'm afraid. I am i don't know, Jason, would there be something that Diana would know of that they could do, like, even relating to the research stuff? You know what? Let's see how helpful this could possibly be. Do me a favor, give me a flat D20. I'm not on the table. <laughs> oh, well then. Iris, do me a favor, roll yeah. a flat D20 for... <laughs> sure. As her best buddy. <laughs> hey, 16. 16! Well, um, you did learn quite a bit. So, here's the thing. Let's say that Lauren, the Black Hand, let's say that she has made some sort of pact with the demon. Well, that only narrows it down so much. There are tons of different demons. There are foot soldiery types of demons. There's middle management types of demons. There are bigwig types of demons that could wreak a lot of habit. Uh, habit. Uh, so there's there's a lot of stuff that this could be. So... I would say this research has basically narrowed it down to a handful of the the, the, the usual suspects, I'd say. So there is something the group could do, but it would involve a lot of travel. And essentially it would be you'd have to talk to somebody with some uh, some major magical pull. We're talking somebody who might be able to step in with uh, either a possession or... Getting rid of demons. Uh, we're talking repelling them or severing the tie that someone would have with a demon. You're probably talking about Umanero. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly the opposite direction that mm-hmm. Diana would be heading in now. Okay. So, Umanero, you say? <laughs> yeah, so Diana then will look down at the letter again and then back up at Merrick and then well there there actually is something I think if you're willing to keep on heading north that is not out of your way or anything anything for Tessia have you ever been to Umaniro anything but that for Tessia (laughs) (laughs) but I won't do that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's wrong with Umaniero? Oh, it's hard to get to. It's a lot of work. Well, yeah, it's in the air. I assume yeah. there's a way. Big ladder? Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's really so far up is the thing. Uh, 
have a, a teleportation device. It's not. Is there any cool. bears oh, trying that's to talk? Lovely. Oh, no, he's talking <laughs> over. <laughs> 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 <sighs> What do you? What would you need to have happen? Do you, do you need us to get something? Do you need us to find a person? Do you need us to send a message? <laughs> he sounds so hopeful about that. Oh uh, man! So it's just like there's no specific person, right? It's just. Like, uh, this would be um, there. There's probably a few people who can help you, Numenero. I guess it's who's who's not busy. Uh, but this would basically be like, oh, we gotta talk to a specialist. We gotta, mm. you know, there's 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 a few people who can help us. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's some relic that can help us. Maybe there's mm-hmm. a spell mm. or a ritual we could use to sever this tie. You know, but we're gonna have to call in a big wig yeah. when it comes to sorcery. Uh, Merrick's still trying to piece it together, though. So it's mm-hmm. like, wait, you need to... Are you trying to find somebody that can be kind of like a hired gun to exercise a demon from the Black Hand? or It's a bit more complicated than that, but... In essence, yes, or at least... Cut the ties of whatever bond exists there, or... At the very least, give us any more information towards what this could possibly be. At what point do we notice that Merrick has an issue with Umanyaro as a concept? <laughs> well, do me a favor, roll an insight check. Okay. Well. Oh my god. How is Avalanche so insightful? <laughs> oh, because he it's reads perfect. cues of people. Exactly. It's like uncarved block. Yeah, total. Fuck it. Wow, Avalon and Elrath would know. Yeah. Okay. Because we read people the same way. Uh, Mostly body language. (laughs) Yep. Merrick, you seem a bit uncomfortable with the idea of Umanero. Is there a reason? Uh, I just have. Uh. I have some, some. It's an old haunt, you know. Used to be there for a little while. Uh, I've got some acquaintances there. I don't know. It just feels a little bit like maybe I don't want to run into some people. Uh, I can but, protect you, Merrick. Yeah, I appreciate that, buddy. It's a little bit more complicated than that, but if we need to go to Umanero, I'll go to Umanero. And I guess he'll look at Elrath. You know, it, his insight check would be you. You're you know something's up. Mm-hmm. She'd just be staring at you. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not one. She's not a big one for words, but she'd be looking at you like, okay, sure, Jan, sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't know how to behave in a library, though, so that's why she hasn't really been talking. She's like, mmm, books. Awesome. Okay, Clara's gonna, like, lean against the table on her forearms and um, look from Iris to Diana. So what can you tell us about the person that we have to find? Or the type of person? Is there someone in particular you have in mind? Um, would there be, like, 
like any like names or like maybe authors of a few of the books that Diana's been reading or something, like just like a starting point or well, your best bet is to find somebody who uh who deals in either possession uh or demonology, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually a particular field of study, just someone who flat out researches demons and nothing but. And Umineer is your best bet just because there's a wide, like just a barrage of different types of uh, specializations. So th- there's almost a hundred percent chance you'll find somebody. Mm-hmm. So nothing, no one specific, but anyone specializing in possession or demonology in general would be a great help, honestly. And you want us to bring this person back to Brightport with us? Uh, Brightport or Ona Call, if that's where... Mm, well, good question. Yeah. <laughs> bringing them back probably isn't necessary so yeah. much as just learning what you would have to do to sever that tie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I so... thought this person was supposed to sever the tie. I guess I was it... still thinking exorcist. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking a priest. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Dan will kind of um, consider that. and As far as I'm aware, that shouldn't really be necessary if, unless they have a particular skill or experience with it, of course, and any kind of relic or anything that's not more information would be more than welcome, but really just the information here is key. We don't know where to start with what we're doing here and anything more that you could find and then bring to us would be monumental with this Clara will nod and um, give them a little smile alright she'll look to her own group and kind of make sure that they're all on the same page including like eye contact with Merrick like we good (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> I've got people I need to find an Oda call anyway. He's gonna, he's gonna pat his his tunic like he's got a like he's got something in there. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I think we'll probably head out tomorrow if that's the case. Say, um, Umanero, you say, um. And she kind of looks to Diana and is like, I know I've been wanting to, you know, been telling you I've been wanting to head out on the road soon, as as fun as all this, you know, reading and whatnot has been. Would you guys be interested in another person to join you? I, I, I can keep my, you know, my own, myself safe. You don't have to protect me. That sounds like it would actually be an excellent opportunity for you seems as though I'm going to be taking my leave of here shortly anyways. Um, Clara will look to the rest of the group like I mean, it does seem like we're just picking people up off the street anyway, so she's not going to say that that's rude to Varys, who's lovely. Well, Merrick is going to look at Clara uh, because their last conversation in the in the kitchen where it was sort of like so we're losing people and we got to get some focus. Mm-hmm. That You know, that whole moment. He's going to look directly at Clara and be like, kind of like, yeah, can't hurt, you know? All right. 
That sounds great. All right, I agree. You're on board. (laughs) And she just smiles winningly. Thank you. You you won't regret it. I promise. I'll I'll do whatever you need. If you want me to clean, I can do that. Uh, Jason, is there anything like could Diana like write them like a letter or something to give just to give them a bit more like authenticity? Like, oh some, yeah, yeah. That'd <laughs> like, that would be very helpful. Random people asking about demons because yeah, okay. Yeah, I would imagine that. Um... You probably have some sort of like uh, like a diplomat's kit, something like that. So you cool. probably could do your own wax seal type oh, of thing. Oh yes, You'd be representing very fancy. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. By the way, we got to get wax seals made for the show. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be cool. oh yeah. yeah, fancy. Yeah. I could sign everything like the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> I'd write it all in verse too. Hmm. Who the hell is he? (laughs) (laughs) Guys! Ah, (laughs) ghost. I think that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the evening. Yay! Yay. It was nice meeting you, Iris! Yay! (laughs) New friends, new Minero. New friends, yeah. It's going to be a great adventure. And some old friends in Minero. Oh, snap. Man, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, next week, we'll be back with extended rest. We haven't done it in months because of the holidays and stuff. But on the 25th, uh, that's a Friday, it'll be 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be live on Twitch. And you can uh, ask questions about the latest episodes. We'll have a cast of people there to talk about stuff. And it's been an eventful few months, so I'm sure we'll ramble on for quite a while. Hope you guys can join us there. In the meantime, uh, don't forget to check out patreon.com slash dandr. There's lots of extra content. Uh, we've been talking about behind the scenes stuff for the setting book whenever we can. Um, we'll probably be at the point in about a month or so, uh, where we could talk more clearly about the actual campaign and tiers and our goal and all that stuff. We're uh, putting together a budget right now. That's a lot of effort, uh, cause this is a massive project. This is not a small book that we're working on. So we're kind of figuring stuff out along the way. But if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send them to dandrpodcast at gmail.com. That's dandrpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll try to answer them, uh, as quickly as possible. Of course, stuff like your reviews on iTunes, you guys spreading the word on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you, wherever you happen to be in social media, that stuff helps us just immensely. Um, we actually came in fourth, um, for Ian World's top, uh, RPG podcast of 2018, which is no small feat because I think there were a hundred podcasts, um, uh, nominated and, uh, like 10,000 votes, something like that. So thank you everybody who swung by that and, and cast a vote for us. That, that, that helps us. Wow. Just, I, I, I honestly was, uh, pretty shocked, uh, that, that fourth place, uh, cause I think it was, uh, Glass Cannon, um, took two slots above that and then, uh, Adventure Zone, which is just that, yeah, they're all huge podcasts. So, Thank you guys so much. That kind of support means the world to us. We're always looking for ways to kind of spread the word of the show and get new people to listen. So I'm going to stop rambling at you guys now. Please enjoy the rest of your week. Check in with the lovely folks on our Discord through our Patreon. They're always there chit-chatting. 
and we'll see you uh, on Friday the 25th for Extended Rest. Bye, guys.